everybody, I'm Rachel Buffa, and welcome to the Beverages with Buffa podcast. From talking about fun to faith and family, grab a beverage and have a listen as we go on this journey of life together. It's okay, guys, let's talk forever. Is it recording? It's, yeah, it's recording. Okay, now it's recording. <laughs> you look so official. Why do I look so official? You got your headphones, your notebook, microphone, laptop. Is that a hydro flask? It's right water. No, it's fake. Soft friends at Walmart. Mine's or... at Costco. I mean, you got whiskey too. Yeah, whiskey. It's pretty legit. Yeah. Okay, you ready for me to actually do the intro? Or... <laughs> oh my gosh. We were supposed to have a live studio audience, but it didn't work out. Nope. This is so weird. You're... This is very on brand for you. I need it for my yearly recap. Okay, so I'm here with one of my guests, one of my best friends. His name's Andrew Reeser. What a cool guy. You gonna say anything to the microphone or are you just gonna sit there? You said you're doing intro, so I wasn't gonna talk. (laughs) (laughs) So Andrew and I first met, when did we first meet? Accounting class before then? I feel like it was accounting. We kind of knew. We have a mutual friend, Katie and Faith. Mm -hmm. And then I think you had classes with them first. Cost accounting. It was cost accounting. Fall of last year. Was it really that long ago? Yes. Or was it two? My junior year, your sophomore year. Yeah, my sophomore yeah. year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. And now our friendship has just grown. Blossomed. Flourished. Flourished. <laughs> so, you have to drink, you have to introduce the beverage of the okay. podcast. So, what are we drinking today? Okay. Bev is 21. So, <laughs> now we're going to do something a little different. What have you done in the past? Um, this is my first one that's like actual alcohol on the podcast. Like, what was the non-alcoholic stuff? So we did like tea, we've done um, chocolate milk, soda, um, I think I've done a Celsius episode. I was literally just about to say yeah. it, you didn't. Um, and then Haley White wants to do like a trying seltzers flavor on the podcast. Like so trying stuff? Yeah, like different, one that we've, I don't think either of us have tried, so it's going to be an upcoming episode that I'm really excited about. But That'd be cool. Yeah. Seltzers Not very much, kind of. Um, I did this weird, like, blue curacao concoction with my sister called Lake Water. It's something from Lake of the Ozarks. Um, blue curacao? Yeah. Yeah, but it was like a, it was mixed in with some sort of something. It tasted like blue powerade, but it was really dangerous. That sounds dangerous. So. It's like hard root beer or whatever it's called. Yeah. Literally just tastes like root beer. You wouldn't even know. No, yeah. My buddy, apparently one time. He was little. He had like three of them. He didn't know that they were hard root beers because he was like eight. Oh my god! And then he's like, I never felt weirder, and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so he was basically drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be terrible. But so, what are we drinking today? Yeah, we don't drink like that here. This today is moderate, good old fashioned whiskey drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so this is Buffalo Trace. It's a bourbon. It's one of like signature bourbons. FYI, Andrew's giving me, like, a full, like, selling me on this bourbon. He's, like, got his hands out. Like, he's holding it. He's, like, this is what you should buy today from your local liquor store. He's for sure just, like, advertising it. Sign me. Um, <laughs> well, actually, you know, that's a good segue because you can't get it at liquor stores right now. Really? Because COVID, or since COVID, I don't know all the details, but since COVID, apparently, like, they couldn't meet demand so they started kind of like capitalizing off of that and now it's like 
um, less common to find. So how I got this one was at Hunley's. I just put my name on a list, and then when they got a shipment of them in, they like called everyone on the list, and I was one of the people on the list. Dang. So it's like it's only thirty. Hunley's bucks. is a liquor store in Atchison. FYI. Yeah, they're cool there. For I the like people them. that don't know Atchison, Kansas. That yeah. with wait, what's the other one? Raven Liquor. Yeah, and then Stop and Go, but that one's Stab and Grab. Can I say they don't hear? Sure. <laughs> you can't. Why is it called Stab and Grab? Oh, you've never heard that? No. There's literally bars on the windows. Is it because of that? Well, I knew there were bars on the windows, but I just thought it was because it was a liquor store and there's so much like money that could be capitalized from liquor. That's probably it. But I think it's also just because it's like kind of sketchy because you're coming from the highway and then you're going into town. Yeah. So it's like a point where you could just be snatched. and Yeah. That makes sense. Like kidnapping? Maybe. Maybe it's what you're saying, where people just steal stuff from people. Well, I thought it was stealing. Well, does Raven Liquor or Hunley's have that on their windows? No. And maybe it, it's probably yours. It's probably your thing on it. Does Hunley's? I don't know. I've only been to Raven Liquor once, and I don't know where Hunley's is. Isn't it on commercial? Is yeah. it on Main Street? It's in between them. Okay. Yeah. But it's down, like, way, way 15th. Past that? Or not as far? Ninth or 10th. Okay. Yeah. 15th is like Raven Liquor. Yeah. That's pretty okay. far down because that's like past Casey's, right? No, Casey's is 17th. I, I just went to Casey's to get gas. That's, I think that's the only Liquor's reason. I think further. Really? Yeah. It's by the dealership? Yeah. Because my buddy and I went to go get beer for the Chiefs game. And okay. yeah, we just stopped at Casey's instead of Raven Liquor because it was closer. Anyways. You went all the way to Casey's to get beer? Yes. Why well, went. No comment. It was in the moment decision. We were all like, you know, good time for a beer. So, we did <laughs> okay. it. We did it. So, this is, how's the best way to, this is my first time drinking neat straight bourbon whiskey. It's Kentucky. I'm reading the bottle. That's why. <laughs> it's a straight bourbon whiskey. I'm just holding up, like, cards. <laughs> yeah, here you go. This is here my first time. Drinking this is this my whiskey. first time drinking alcohol. How do I do this? Is there, we have really fancy glasses too, so is there a specific yeah. way that I have to hold this glass? They're called Glencairns. Glencairns? Yeah. They look like old-fashioned lanterns. Oh, wow. They do, actually. Did you ever think about that? No, they really do. It looks like if it didn't have, like, the stem thing, you could put, like, yeah. a candle in it. Okay, so how, do yeah. I just hold it like a normal yeah, glass? Yeah, you just hold it Okay. So basically, like, the non-bougie, just, like, to the point, is when you smell, you keep your mouth slightly open. It smells really good. It smells really freaking good. So... You keep your tongue like to the roof of your mouth a little bit. And you open your mouth slightly. <laughs> I know it sounds weird. And then you sniff. You learned this in Tennessee, didn't you? Kentucky. Or did you know this? Well, you went to Kentucky? I thought he went to Tennessee. We did both. I'm going to need to change this. <laughs> Let me just, uh, Let me you know just what? change my Cut. notes. <laughs> okay, rewind. <laughs> Next. Um, yeah, actually, I think we learned that in Kansas before we went. But... So what apparently can happen is if you have your mouth slightly open, okay. some of the like, I don't know the scientific term for it, but some of the chemicals will actually go into your tongue so you can taste it too. Yeah. It's weird, but yeah. Yeah, no, you smell like, like your, I learned this in psychology, which is a weird class to learn it in. No, it makes sense. But your nose is actually like where most of your taste comes from. Your, olfa your olfactory nerve is where a lot of your taste buds, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Like... My psychology teacher made us taste a Starburst, like close our eyes, plug our nose and taste a Starburst and guess what flavor it was. And then we would like 
guess it, and if we got it wrong, it'd be like, dang, and then we would do it without plugging our nose, uh-huh. and it was so much easier to do it without plugging your nose, because you were able to identify the smell quicker and easier. I don't want to be that guy, but was it because you had already tried it before? No, they gave you a different flavor. Gave, oh, okay. That so you weren't sense. able to see it, and like you had a partner that like was handed a Starburst. So you did it like back to back? Yeah. That's so it was cool. like, close your eyes, plug your nose, try the Starburst, guess, and then you would open your eyes and be like, no, that was wrong. Like nine times or eight times out of ten, you would get it wrong. And then you would keep your eyes closed, unplug your nose, and try a different one. Mm-hmm. And like the other way around, you could you would guess it right more often than not. Is it like an anticipation thing? Because your nose picks it up and then your mouth like falls yeah, with like the really taste? Know. That's a biology thing and we're yeah. both accounting majors. Yeah. We are accounting true. and theology. We can fund the research. We can. We can. Anyways. So yeah, you so, want to do three sips. Three sips? Three sips, but like sips. Like you're putting like a drop on your tongue and it's for acclimation because at first you're going to be like, Bleh. and then eventually okay. you're going to start picking things up on just like, like different little, hints t- little notes, notes, tasting little. notes, you know? Wow. You know, why don't you put it in your notebook? Yeah, let me just buffalo trace. Notes. Notes of whiskey. Okay. But like you want to do like a drop. Like, like I'm drinking the blood of Christ at mass where it's just a if drop that helps you then that's perfect <laughs> it's a great reference <laughs> that's how i was taught in second grade it was like just barely let it gaze your lips or like just take a glance at it take a glance at it yeah just like a glance of, of a taste because it's the blood of christ that makes sense that's respectful cheers so, cheers wow that definitely that picked it up <laughs> just skyrocketed the volume <laughs> i don't i'm so nervous to That was probably the slowest sip in human I'm history. sorry, I didn't know how to do it. You like it. <laughs> okay, that's really, really good. It is. Actually, I'm really impressed you already like it. That is really good. I'm not a big, like, whiskey fan. Like, the only whiskey I've really had or, like, tasted was 21st birthday was Fireball. Which is, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what my family does for, like, fun shots is, like, we all take a shot of Fireball together. For birthdays? Well, like, for birthdays or special events, like... One of my, so my cousin, I mean, this is open book, Rachel, for you. My cousin, um, when I was a freshman in college, like, took his own life, and his favorite drink was Fireball. So whenever we do Fireball shots, it's always in honor of my cousin. So we try to do it at every family event. That's, like, a Fireball shot for our our cousin. A, I'm sorry, B, that makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, so then a couple years ago, my aunt found ornaments of, like, encased shots of Fireball. That's, like, wrapped in a yeah, bulb. Yeah, So, like, she gave one to every single one of my family members, and we were all in tears. She was like, this is for your cousin, like, as a memoriam of, like, remembering him and how much happiness he brought into the world. But, like, I now use that experience as, like, strength going into my other, like, aspects of life, if that makes sense. Dang, yeah. So, like, didn't mean to get that deep really quickly on the podcast because we're going to, like, re-gear it. But, yeah, Fireball is, like, a big piece of my family. That's cool. In honor of my cousin. Have you had their eggnog before? No. I heard it's really freaking eggnog? good. Yeah. He wasn't an eggnog guy, but he was just shots of fireball. Fireball shooters. Fireball. So my grandma, we have a float trip every summer. She has a bucket hat that has little slots, and she puts shots of fireball in the, like, slots of her bucket 
Alcohol on a boat sounds like a horrible combo if you accidentally go yeah. overboard. <laughs> That's she not just, good. Like, we go on a float trip and she, like, all my family brings water guns. Like, if you take my personality and multiply it by 20, that's my family for you. Sounds like a lot more. It's so funny. Like, my grandma just has, she's like, you don't look wet enough. And she just starts she spraying random you? people. No, like, even people that aren't How on our float trip with us. Um, she's 29. So she's like 65? Um, 70? I'm not legally allowed to say her age. Mm. There's just like a red dot that appears on <laughs> your forehead. Yeah. No. <laughs> She'd be like, no, she called me this morning. She'd probably be like, Rachel, I listened to your podcast. Why are you talking about me? Grandma, Betha. Grandma, Grandma Teresa. Teresa Golder. Okay. Okay. Mom's Grandma side of the family. She's no, listening No, no, Grandma Teresa. Grandma Golder is a step above. That's the next generation up. Okay. Grandma Teresa, there you go. She's listening in. This is exciting. Yeah. No, no. pressure. Yeah, no pressure. At all. But you better impress Grandma. I'm shaking in my boots. You should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we figured out what we were drinking. We figured out how we became friends. <laughs> <laughs> I have these written down. It's like, beverage of choice. What are we drinking? I start that in every single podcast. <laughs> what are we drinking? Too official. I love it. I know. I know. So... We planned this last semester, so I wrote down most of these questions last semester because I was like, I want Reese on the podcast, like I have to have him on the podcast, and you were like, it has to be after you turn 21, even though you offered me coffee this morning. (laughs) (laughs) FYI, it's noon and we're drinking whiskey. Oh yeah, it wasn't recording when we said that. Yeah, Yeah, it's noon, but I mean, we had to wait this long to make it happen, gotta fall through. It's Yeah, we have to. Yeah. So you went to Kentucky and Tennessee over the summer. Yeah. And just had loads of fun. Yeah. Can you give us the overall highs of the trip? Why would you recommend it? And why those two places? So, like, why Kentucky and Tennessee? And, like, what did you do there? Because I've heard it, but, like, everyone else wants to hear it. Because now this makes a lot of sense why we're drinking whiskey. Especially because it's good. Yeah, no. Especially because it's good. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, why... I put Nashville, but evidently you went to t- Tennessee we did. We did and Nashville, Kentucky. Yeah. So, I mean, you're not wrong. You yeah, know all not, the intricacies I'm not completely of the right. <laughs> Don't admit that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Edit this out. <laughs> so, overall highs. Yeah. So, my best buddy, Renz, and I, who lives with me in this house, he's the only one not here right now. Um, There's three people in this house? Four total, including me. So, I have three roommates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were going to go to South Dakota. I think they're called the Black Hills. Is that right? I could be making I that know. up. I need to double check that. But we were going to go to South Dakota. We were really excited. We wanted to just get outside and hike and just kind of enjoy nature and just have something to wrap up the summer. And you did it towards the end of the summer, right before we like went back to college. Like literally, yeah. I think we came back and I had like five days until classes started. Dang. But yeah. So Black Hills in South Dakota. Um, and... We, other um, <laughs> we were thinking about that, and we went to um, we went on a, a tour at a distillery, and we had already really liked whiskey. He's been around whiskey forever. So where did you go on this tour of a distillery? Like, this did you one, go somewhere in Kansas City? Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yeah, this one was um, wasn't Jay Rieger. What was it? It was a distillery. Yeah, it might have even been. Anyways, we went and it was great and it was fun. We were like, we should find a distillery in South Dakota so we can do nature and whiskey because it's two things we both love and it's something we bonded over. But then we realized 
why would we go there? Because there's like good nature, but not good whiskey. Yeah. So then they're like, it's 10 hours there or somewhere around there. They were like, it's 10 hours to Tennessee and Kentucky. And that has nature and really good whiskey. It's like the and history of whiskey. so many. Yes. Like so many places. So many go. places. So then we decided to go there and we went there and it was so much fun. I think one of the biggest things is like people, everyone knows how to drink, especially in college. People are always drinking. But, <gasps> yes. <laughs> uh, no way. But no one knows how to drink well. I think that was the biggest thing. So when you have like even just one brother and you guys are going and trying whiskey, enjoying nature. We stopped into like all these different churches on the way, like just yeah. like with good Catholic history. That was the overall high because it's so rare. And I think that was what made like it so Like the fellowship fun. was The so fellowship okay. and like the moderation and just kind of the overall purpose because it was mixed with nature and whiskey. I've said it like five times. But then also we mixed in the faith because yeah. like one of the places we stopped in Kentucky, it had the bodies of two saints. Whoa, and, which um, saints? Magnus and Benosa, okay. I think is how you say the other one. Um, they were executed under Diocletian and it ends up that when we were there, it was the feast day of St. Magnus. Whoa. So it was just like a super blessed trip. Whoa, it was I just awesome. got chills. I know. We so were like, crazy. Renz and I like noticed at the exact same time we were in adoration and we just like looked at each other and we we're like, there's no way. This is too cool. Whoa. So yeah. Stop. This is so crazy. It is awesome. I did not think we were getting like this crazy on the podcast today, but this is so good. <laughs> got it. Quality crazy. content. Yeah. Um, but that was good. And then overall highs. Um, what was the other one? You said fellowship, whiskey, nature, Catholicism. What was the other question, though? Oh, um, you told us why. Why would you recommend? Why I recommend? I think it's a great blend of everything. I really like Nashville because everything on Broadway, there's no entry fee um, or, like, door charge or whatever you want to call it. So you can just, like, walk in down to the bars, like, listen to live music. Mm-hmm. Even the people that you've never heard of are super talented. Um, I mean, Nashville's the city of music, pretty much. It's... To the point, where I don't want to diss anyone. I mean, this is going to be like immortalized, so got to commit now. But you kind of get sick if you're in the story of like, the other day I had no like job and then I got to sing here. It's just no. like, original, man. We heard that yesterday. But we heard that one door down. <laughs> five minutes ago. Uh, but no, it's good. Y'all share it was... secrets or what is this? <laughs> you guys just weren't living the same life. Um, but yeah, everyone's super talented. That was great. Um... The nature was gorgeous. We stopped at this place in Kentucky called Red River Gorge. And it was just like so many like winding trees and mountains and like running water. It was so pretty. Wow. Yeah. So if you like any of those things, would recommend. My family, like my sisters, so I have two older sisters and a brother. Mm-hmm. We're planning a trip to Nashville. I don't know when, but it's like been talked about in my family it's like my siblings and then my cousins want to go. I think we're going to go for my younger cousin's mm-hmm. like 21st birthday or something like that when she's in college. Like she's eight, she's turning 18 on Sunday. Happy birthday. Yeah, Sunday. Maybe. Grandma just told me that. I think it's Sunday. <laughs> I think it's Sunday. Happy birthday, Dia, if you listen to this. Anyways. Um, That'd be awesome. But yeah, it'd be really fun to just go. I think it's either going to be then or like a summer trip that once we all have big people jobs that will go <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you guys are willing to drive an hour you should go see jack daniels it's like an hour south of nashville but it's like got a steampunk like just this cool vibe the tour is awesome it's they're, they were really funny actually you went to that so, one too yeah we went so how many distilleries or like whiskey places did you go seven or eight i think 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, by the end of it, we were very, like, we went to, it was this Evan Williams, like, hole in the wall place. It wasn't their distillery, but it was in Kentucky, and him and I both took a sip of this one flight that we had ordered, and we looked at each other, and, like, our stomachs were just, like, can't do it anymore. Like, it's just, we couldn't, everything tasted the same. It just had been, like, so many days of, like, trying different things that it all just blended together. That's unfortunate. (laughs) It was fun. (laughs) We knew we had finished the mission. (laughs) We're like, okay, I've made it gotten to it gotten to the end i don't even remember all these questions that i wrote down so um so i was talking do you want to go like into catholicism or do you want to stay and then like navigate into it because you're a theology major i'm just here to hang out well we are hanging you are <laughs> we are hanging out i'm here to hang out <laughs> fyi andrew's doing a lot of cues off like camera pretty yeah much like off i probably sound really awkward because you can't see me <laughs> but like his facial expressions are so funny just like sitting across from him i'm just like dude why can't you can you just say it out loud just like the people want to know the people want to know <laughs> i am so mouthing a lot of things i'm not actually saying <laughs> no one cares if i need to i can edit it out it's just like a simple like drag and x out so if you see all it is oh, yeah, if you guys need help editing your podcast rachel buffa no no. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> no. So, um, do you want to navigate into Catholicism or you just want to jump right in? Just jump right in. Okay. You said it. Um, <laughs> these are really hard questions, actually. Um, why is being Catholic so important to you? Oh. Slash, how did you first put your identity in Christ? I never said these were going to be easy questions. <laughs> okay, how deep can I get? You can get as deep as you want. As deep as you want. Like, I think the people that listen to this podcast, A, it's my family. <laughs> Good crowd. Shout out, Mom. Good crowd. <laughs> but she has told me, she's like, I learned so much from the podcast when you have different guests. So like, one of my friends, Mara, she spends, like, every Wednesday at 11 p.m. in adoration. Mm-hmm. And she, like, signed up for that time. Because she was like, I know I'll be tired, but that's when I can be closest to Christ is when I'm tired and exhausted. And that's when he wants to see me the most. Yeah. So, like, if you want to get as deep as you want to get, let's do it. Okay. Theology major research is coming Theology out. major research. <laughs> so, um, when I was young, my dad left and my mom raised us all by herself. How and many that siblings was like do you have? Just two older sisters. Okay. It was the three of us. Um, she had to, like, be the source of income and everything. And I think... Getting deep right out of the gate, it was seeing her just immediate response to all that and just like snapping into it, taking it up and just running with it because it had already been a thing for a while. So she was like accustomed to it. But then when he actually like physically left, um, just seeing her like react without question, just like pretty much give up every even more than she'd already been giving up Mm -hmm. and just like no questions asked, diving in, just went at it. It made me realize there's something real here and it's not just studying it's not just praying it's the in-between which is the living yeah and that's where it becomes real because the contemplative life is really important and the active life needs to be ordered to that but the active life needs to be lived well and I think that's what I realized like a lot of people didn't have right and that's where for me it almost got me excited because I was like okay there's value in all this even though it just seems mundane and boring wow (laughs) aka school yes (laughs) let's be honest wow what do you, okay, I'm not a theology major, so what's like the contemplative life versus the active life? Yeah, okay. Because 
I even a just lot found of big this words out. So apparently, <laughs> that I know, like cradle Catholics don't know, <laughs> like me. Um. So yeah, prefacing that, I'm always learning more just because I'm a theology major. I actually, I really don't know a lot, but I think I just found out actually, which is cool. That's Aristotelian in origin. He would talk about that. He talked about the active life versus the contemplative life, but okay. in a Catholic lens. Active life is like your job, um, work, um, really just like anything that um, I think we would, really the world mistakes now for like what our end is. So like even like solving or, you know, curing diseases or like just solving political issues, mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's all the active life. Contemplative life is obviously prayer, the sacraments, um, even leisure, I'm pretty sure fits under that. And leisure would just be like, you know, you're not studying for the sake of an end, which is the liberal arts. You're just studying it because it's something good. Mm -hmm. So that's the big divide because the best way I ever heard it put was from philosophy last semester. Okay. He said, like, if the active life was it, what do you do when you've solved all the world's problems? Like, you have as much money as you can get. You've conquered the whole, like, universe. Um, you have, like, everything you can dream of. What's next? It's like Whoa. nothing. Like, so there's, yeah, there's got to be something worth, more. Yeah, there yeah. has to be something worth living if the end goal is not just money and fame and happiness. Yeah, even if you do that well, like you're not really, still be like yeah. there's something else. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. You just dove right in, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you continually put your identity in Christ? Like through prayer, through the activities that you do? Like, is it just in the back of your mind that I'm like, you're always trying to live how Christ would want you to live or is it just like you just right away know that your identity is in Christ and you're just like that's part of who I am that's who I'll always be that was a weird question but no that's a good question um I would say and I don't I don't want to preface to anything I'm saying I don't mean it as a flex it's just habits I, I'm working on it's or I suck at so I want to if, any, if, you t if anyone takes that as a flex like then they're not like trying to grow and who they are you know people will talk about their prayer life and they're like oh you know i start out the day with an hour in adoration and then i say my rosary and then a chaplet it's like okay kevin we didn't need to know like half of that <laughs> all right you can just say you start your day with prayer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know um so i would say the biggest thing is sometimes like you'll put your identity in christ and then um pride happens life happens bad things happen and then you'll like immediately forget you know what i mean so, I mean, there's times too where I'm in public and I'm just like having fun and being goofy. And I just like it so wrapped up in that that I like, you just kind of, you don't like lose yourself. But you just, you start to like, yeah. I think that's something everyone can relate to. You start to kind of become like disoriented. Um, so I would say the biggest thing is every morning, regardless of how much stuff I had to do the night before, like how little sleep I got, the one thing I always do is always start my day in at least 20 minutes of prayer. That's like the big thing. Um, and it's like. Snaps to you. Thank you. But, um, yeah, that's the one thing that's really helped me because I think it helps remind you that you need God and then it also helps you orient your day towards God. Because then anything, St. Francis de Sales, I'm reading a book by him and he talks about how the resolutions and the different kind of affections from prayer, you take what he calls a spiritual nosegay from meditation and everything and everything. And you bring it throughout your day and revisit that throughout your day. So then it just kind of reorients you. Just like, almost like recalibrates you every few hours. Working on that still. I'm not very good at that. But it's a goal. 
That's really cool. So, yeah, it's just little reminders every day. Wow. This is... I'm glad I chose you as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, ma'am. Um... What is, what do you think is your biggest struggle and the most common struggle of like being a Catholic man? Because I know the perspective of like from Catholic female, yeah. like it's so hard to be like societal standards of being a female as stuff like that. But like from a different perspective, what is it for like a Catholic man? Yeah. Oh, I love that question. It's, it's not talked about. No. It's really not. Um, for theology, you have to take a seminar mm-hmm. and we're in one with Dr. Swathy right now. Okay. And um, it's it's on sexuality, but it's super cool because mainly like the whole question of it is what is what is woman, mm-hmm. and getting the different perspectives from the guy students and the girl students, it's really cool. So that's cool. Yes, that's a deep question. Um, I never yeah. said they were gonna be easy questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be like a huge gap for you to have to edit out. Um, <laughs> what is the biggest challenge in being Catholic man? Was that the is that the right? Yeah. Okay. Or what is your biggest struggle, and then what do you think is, like, the overall arching struggle of, like, Catholic men in society, or, like, in the world? You can take it however way you want, but, yeah. I'd say the biggest struggle I've had lately is just discouragement, because, in case you guys didn't know, Beth and I have the same personality. Yeah, we, I, we didn't get that part in the podcast, because yeah. I, I, I deleted it, because your roommate walked in. It's facts, so we'll, we'll tell you again. Yeah, we will. ESTJ, the executive... Yeah. Results oriented, which I feel like is such a vanilla thing. <laughs> but <laughs> but we're so extroverted too. Like we are the most extroverted that we can be because we're all like left column, like there are left and right columns of like yeah. introvert versus extrovert, and ours were all extroverted columns. Which I never thought I was an extrovert. I still don't think I am. Oh, you are totally an extrovert. It's so no noticeable. Okay, because like that's... it's so noticeable. Really? Yes. I I get I get fifty fifty. Really? People tell me both. Because of how I know you, like, you walk in the classroom and you're like, what's up, Befa? And I'm like, what's up, Reeser? That's true. Exposed. Even though you walk in the class a minute late, we still do it. Exposed even more. Audit was rough. <laughs> I did not like <laughs> auditing theory. Oh my gosh. Love we... Professor Vance. She's amazing. I just did not like We're that We're not class. auditors. Nope. You're litigation and I'm litigation tax. and tax. We're not auditors. It's not how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. 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 Literally couldn't pay us. <laughs> no. Maybe. Nah, I could probably do like one audit. I can do an audit every once in a while. Yeah. yeah just pop in on an audit. Yeah. Just be audit like, yo, we go to Disney World? All right, I'll audit that. <laughs> Shucks. PwC? All right. All right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not even an intern at PwC. <laughs> you exposing yourself right now? I'm not an intern at PwC, it's a true fact. I'm an intern at CLA. Okay, okay. It's Clifton Larson. Yeah. Okay. I work in St. Joe, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize that in the middle of the semester. Yeah, I work 30 to 40 hours a week. Are you serious? Yeah. And do school? Yeah. How many hours do you take it? Uh, 14. But yeah, I need to work. I need to. I need to do some work today too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll hurry up the no, it's fine. Um, I would say mine right now is just discouragement because of our personality type, results oriented. Sometimes I put too much emphasis on that, um, and so what just happens is like, even in spiritual life, put emphasis on results there, um, and then you just kind of 
like everything else could be going like swimmingly. And then swimmingly. swimmingly. What a what a phrase. What a phrase. <laughs> Bring a little Europe in here, you know. <laughs> <My> uh, <God. laughs> and there's just that one area of your life where it's like, mm, nope, that's gonna bug me now for like the next five days because this isn't going well. Yeah. Like this, right, this one thing is not. Yeah. yeah. Like I have a class right now. I didn't even finish the test. Like, what class? Uh, money and banking. Oh no! Yeah, oh I, my that's god! That's the thing, though, is I love that class, and I think it's super you interesting. You like that class? I'm just horrible at it, and it's driving me crazy. I took it with Faith and Cameron mm-hmm. last spring. Respect. Yeah, Cameron, respect, and we, yeah, it was, it was an interesting class. It's tough. Besides audit, that's the other one class that I like. I will accept to see. Yeah. Other people in the class were like, "What do you mean I got a 98 on the test?" I'm like. How in the heck did you do that? There's the kids that don't take notes and just remember everything. Yes, exactly. And then I'm like, I'm like, if I take notes, I can't listen to him because I can't multitask. Yeah. And so then I'll like take a note on a slide that I can look at later and miss what he said, so I don't understand yeah, what I wrote they, down. Because <laughs> what he said is normally what's on the test instead of like what's on the PowerPoint. Because he like like shifts it just enough. Yeah. To yeah. 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 He is brilliant, and he's also he very caring. Like yeah. he's. Stayed after your class and talked to each of us for like five, ten minutes sometimes. Whoa. He's cool. I, I really like that. him. That's cool. But I had an interesting uh, experience in that class. Hey, we all have them. <laughs> so, um, money and banking. That's discouragement. <laughs> biggest, biggest struggle right now? <laughs> biggest struggle. <laughs> Economics. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we sound like such nerds. Our biggest struggle as accounting majors is economics <laughs> uh, the thing that we're not really supposed to care about right now yeah exactly so what do you think is the biggest the most common struggle of catholic men just like in society in general or like with how society is right now we are just jumping back and forth from question to and i love it it's like it's, seamless at this point it's it's really funny um i feel like there's a lot there is a lot i think maybe one of the ones that if you can't do one you can do like a top three to five Oh. If you need to. Oh. If you need to. It's not a requirement. But if you feel strongly about, like, these are serious struggles of, like, Catholic men, mm-hmm. then you can say it. Like, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of Catholic women struggles. I mean, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be, like, the perfect spouse. Yeah. That's, like, you have to... But, like, the perfect Catholic spouse. Yeah. So then you have to, like... It's, like, I pray for my future husband. Yeah. Like, like that's that's pressure in an aspect of like female struggles mm-hmm. so that's like a, a major one that I could dive into or just like yeah that's and like the societal issues on women just like you're not supposed to work you're supposed to be there for the husband but it's like you also want to be like my personality ESTJ mm-hmm. is not conducive to be a housewife <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm I'll admit it I'm not gonna be a trophy wife yeah I'm going to provide. <laughs> I'm going to make money. going to be an executive. <laughs> I'm going to do my job. So, like, those are struggles that Catholic females go through. Mm-hmm. So, from the male perspective, the, I gave you, like, three minutes to think about no, it. the first two that came to my mind, I also couldn't tell if you were going to start talking about it. The first two that came to my mind, I'd say, are comparison, and then, uh, really everything just stems from comparison, because I think there's, um... There's a big masculinity issue in the world, and so what happens with comparison is either, um, like, it's almost like a married man and a priest 
both living beautiful vocations that are like divinely ordained comparing themselves to each other and it's like it's just not, does not work yeah because it's like the married man will see the priest saying the mass or praying and then he might be like oh i need to pray more but it's like no your vocation is to go provide for your family and support them in whatever way is necessary like whether it be like protect them physically emotionally or like just literally financially mm-hmm. and then the priest might see the husband and be like oh my gosh what a socialite what a stud you know yeah. he's making money he's got crazy connections all this stuff but then that's not the priest's objective like his is to provide for his spiritual children yeah. and the flock God gave him and so it's like you could have two men just absolutely killing it and then they compare each other to each other and it's like no it's like or you yeah. could do like an athlete and like a total brainiac like it just does not work yeah so that's a big thing and then I think the other flip side of the comparison issue would be like men not having good examples to compare themselves to to like aspire to because there's okay. there's a big um there's a very large lack yes of catholic men who you can like look up to in society for me the worst examples were my best examples, so I knew what not to do. And that worked really well, but not everyone can navigate that sometimes. And I was able yeah. to navigate that because of my mom. So I knew, like, okay, I don't do this, I don't do that. Because I'd obviously, like, I got to see, like, the societal and familial yeah. effects from it. Um, so I would say that's a big thing, too, because men also, I think, need to learn the hard way. I think that's really important. Like, they need to go, like, ride a bike and scrape their knee or go box with their buddies and break their nose like I really think they should do that yeah um but at the same time there also has to be some sort of guidance and there's just not that's why I actually really respect Harrison Bucker because he talks about his faith and he lives it but he's normal and that's like David Henry is the same thing um President Menace like great example Dean Wirtz I'm gonna use like local I guess most of those guys were kind of local but I mean, Um, but Harrison Bucker's a well-known person. Yeah, that people are going to actually be able to see. Yeah. And so, like, when someone told me, and then I'll, like, move forward, but someone told me the strong silent type has faded. And I don't entirely agree with that because I think there's a silence that's, like, St. Joseph that's good, that's prudent. But I think the strong silent type in the sense of, like, being quiet about your faith. Because there's, like, the people that are like, oh, like, you know, brother the Lord is moving me to say this. It's like, that's a little strange. You don't want to approach people like that all the time. But, um, like, a lower your heart's at, but maybe don't creep out the person that doesn't know about Christ. Um, but there's also the fact of just, like, doing the sign of the cross in the gym because you're freaked out about a lift you're about to do. Or, like, just someone says, like, gosh dang it, but, like, uses the Lord's name and says, damn it. And just saying, like, mm, okay, let's not say that. Like, just trying to, like, be vocal about it and just saying things honestly like all right I should go to mass or I should go to adoration or I should go do blah 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 it's huge for people and it's huge for other men to see like like seeing Dr. Swafford seeing Dean Wirtz seeing Dr. Blosser Dr. Pearson in adoration like laymen just living their lives well has been even huge even P. Mini too even P. Mini yeah and it's President Menace that's our nickname for him and that's Amy the, yeah. Mrs. Menace yeah the legend herself yeah yeah Wow, I didn't, I didn't really think about it that way, but it's kind of like the same thing with women of like, 
I talked to a freshman on the soccer team and we're having like a Bible study about it, about women and like how women in society, just like an overall societal issue is we either like have a friend. So there's like three different attributes to like meeting, meeting another woman and it's you compliment them. So like my personality matches another females. So I become friends with them right away. Like the girls on the soccer team, I compliment them because we have the same like I attributes of like we both have a common goal of we like soccer and we play soccer together there's competition where it's like oh she does something better than me like I have to I have to compete with her mm-hmm. like oh she's she wears she does her makeup this way like I have to do my makeup better than her like I have to do that or there's comparison like how you talked about it's like I compare myself to another individual even though it's not even in the same stratosphere mm-hmm. like so those are like the three core issues, like societal issues of females. It's like we either compliment, compare, or compete with each other. And there's no other way around it. And just like talking about it, it's just slid under the rug. Like no one talks yeah. about it. But everyone experiences it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like it's some yeah. like hidden shameful thing. It's yeah, like, but no. it's really like if we bring it to light, it can be like, oh, I'm, I'm myself competing with her right now. Like how can I love her talents because she has those talents and I do. Mm-hmm. I don't have those talents. I just totally burped. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was in the middle of you my talk. You covered that up so well. I thought we were going to brush over that, but we did no. not. <laughs> we're vulnerable here, folks. Book. I have an open book. Open book. So like, we compliment, compare, compete with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's like no other way around it. It's just, is like, is that this? You were pretty much talking about comparison. Like, that's the yeah. same thing for men as well. Totally. Thing. I heard someone talking about on YouTube how like when it comes to there's a certain point to where guys will like shoot for a physique in the gym that's like actually appealing to the opposite gender which is I said opposite gender like I was talking neutral but it's actually appealing to women and there's a point to where they'll go on like PEDs and steroids and stuff and it's like at that point it's not even like really appealing anymore and it just becomes dudes trying to impress other dudes and it's just so like weird. this like cyclical thing where it's like there's, no there's so much yeah. competition and comparison with guys yeah. and especially even with women too I think they just don't talk about it as much because it's like yeah. girls aren't supposed to be like Bruh. but so then they feel yeah. like it's so like it's not like a normal thing so it's like passive aggressive it's yeah. very like yeah. it's like oh she's better than me but like I'll spread a rumor about her so that she doesn't know that I don't like her for who she is yeah no girls are very passive aggressive about it it's wild um wow we that was really good good one yeah, snaps. snaps snaps cheers yeah oh cheers cheers <laughs> <laughs> Did it quieter that time? Yeah, it was the audio. <laughs> um, okay. What season of life are you in right now? And how are you navigating it? I also need to write down another question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Well, no, you have to answer this one first. Yeah, what season of life are you in? I think it's a, the stereotypical about to graduate college. A little nervous. Not necessarily super excited about what's next. But... Try to make the most of it. I think it's like the normal college phase. Less than 100 days. Yeah. Did you go on the march? I didn't. I was studying for econ. <laughs> <laughs> There's that 100-day march that I'm talking about is all the seniors march down to the the bar down at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. Um, it's Mueller's. So they march from our college campus down to Mueller's as like, we have 100 days left of school. Like So surreal. Woohoo. And then, yeah, it's like a funny, it's in the middle of February and it's just freezing cold and everyone's just 
frozen and then you get to Mueller's and it's like, let's warm up with alcohol. I can't imagine if you live in a, like on 2nd Street and then all those students just march by. Because I think there were like 300 people apparently. That's so many. I would have yeah. driven to Mueller's. I wouldn't have walked. Really? Wasn't that cold? Um, it's, yeah. It's You're literally cold. a soccer player. Yeah, like, and I get so cold. Sport is like enduring bad weather, right? Yeah, pretty much. But it's just, I, I mean, I can, but like at that point, my adrenaline's going and it's like the cold doesn't bother me. I'm like Good Elsa. Point. I'm like, cold doesn't bother <laughs> me anymore. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, you n- have you never seen Frozen? I think I, I did a count. I've seen it 25 times. 25 times yes. since it's come out. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so you're a, you talked about fitness. I yes. think this is legit. When did you start your fitness grind? In air quotes. Because I'm fitness not grind. I'm not really sure if it's a grind or if it's just like a daily, like, just want to stay healthy. Yeah, okay. So, this is a whole thing. But freshman year, I of was... Of college. Of college. Okay. That's when I, like, kind of started to get into it. And then I just kept getting sick. Because I have asthma. So, because of the dorms and stuff, I would just get sick and yeah, then asthma act dorms. up. They don't clear out the air filters. They, they, they just, last week, someone knocked on our door and was like, hey, I'm coming here to clear out the air filter. Did you see like, him take it out? Yeah. Was it disgusting? Yeah. It's horrifying. It's terrible. Love our college, but our dorms are disgusting sometimes. They, yeah, I mean, the freshman guys' dorms. They get better the, from freshman year, definitely. Yeah, freshman year, you, you move up in the world. You really do. You move up. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, last semester didn't really work out that much because I couldn't. So my fitness grind grind really started <laughs> this semester. This semester. Going strong. Go up. Nice. We're, we're living the dream. Oh, yeah. Not getting sick. That's good. Yeah. How are you not getting sick? You don't have a dorm air filter? Probably. I think <laughs> I mean, be you, safe you, you do say. live in a house, so <laughs> we're so. here now, and I can see that you don't have black mold on your walls. That's great. Congrats. I didn't know how honest we were going to be about it. Oh, we can talk about things. the dorms. It's nasty. It's you disgusting. don't want to see it. It's just, we love Benediction. But oh my gosh, They're so just much. attributes that need to be, they need some sprucing up. Yeah. They, they need some sprucing. Yeah. If you're going to be a sophomore next year living Gabe's, it'll probably be the best. Yeah, Gabe's or Mike's. Mike's, I actually didn't get sick that much. That was just a busy year. Yeah. yeah. Mike's is probably the best. The apartments just aren't aired out well. No. I mean, yeah. They have the weird hallway that just, like, has no air airflow at all. That's where all the buildup usually is. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you, like, open up the windows in the rooms, yeah. it, like, still doesn't get to it because it's too far. Yeah. Yeah. It just barely gets to the other side of the room. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's ask different questions. Okay. <laughs> what does your daily prayer life look like? What does your, yeah, what does your prayer life look like daily? I don't know how to... Words are hard right now. It's okay. It's noon. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's one. <laughs> it's one. They didn't know that. <laughs> we can just estimate. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, um, it's about 5 p.m. It's I'm just kidding. 5 p.m. We just got done, it's you know. 5 o'clock somewhere. Each studying for about 12 hours. Yeah. So it's been a good Saturday. Yeah. 12 hours studying, 12 hours working. I mean, how much more can I do? Exactly. Sleep, maybe. Uh, I took, I took, I, I breathed during that time. This is good. I multitasked. <laughs> wow. Only I can do that. I studied and I breathed. Oh my gosh. This is incredible. Yeah, the dexterity and like the coordination soccer teaches I people. Know. It's wild. I know. Can't believe it. I know. So what does your daily prayer life look like? So you uh, get up 20 minutes in the morning. 
30 minutes in the morning. Sorry, you said 20 minutes. Yeah, okay, 30 minutes in the morning. I'm being corrected. Then what does the rest of your day look like? How is it oriented towards Christ? Um, yes, 30 minutes mental prayer in the morning. I'm reading a book by St. Francis Stales. Wow, DeSales. Apparently I can't talk either. Called Introduction to the Devout Life, which is really good. Would recommend to a friend or an enemy. Um, and... Ben. Subtle flex. <laughs> Subtle plug. No. Friend or enemy. Or enemy. Um, <laughs> uh, and then that's the part I'm bad at is the middle of the day. Usually not much happens in there. Basically, I'll be honest, nothing happens in there. Um, but then I end the day with um, an examine, which is pretty helpful. You go back. It, I, hey, when I was little, I always thought examines were basically like, <laughs> did I commit a mortal sin today? <laughs> it's not. Um, no, that's good. Yeah. That's it's... always been my opinion of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait, actually? Yeah. Because that's actually why I never did them. Because I was like, this is going to make me scrupulous. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so actually what it is, is you go, you say, thank you. Like, you think through your day. You thank God for all the different things mm-hmm. that, like, impacted you in a different way. Um, making me something super bizarre. Like, my spiritual director was like, one time, this little kid looked at me. And I just, like, struck me. He's like, a bunch of other cool things happened that day. But that, just, like, the way the kid looked at me was like a picture. Um, and then, from there, you go through your day. And you look at your responses to basically the grace of, like, where did I do well? Where did I fail? Which is pretty much, like, where did I sin? Where did I kill it? Like, where did I do really well? Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it, because it's positive, too. Um, then you do an act of contrition. And then you do... Um, basically like a plan for the next day of like how you want to live it out. Um, and then you just think about, you close out with like how much God loves you. And it only takes like five minutes, 10 minutes. You can go through it pretty quick, which probably isn't good, but it's there. I mean, some sort of prayer at the end of your day. Yes. And then any prayer is good prayer. I always do Whitney St. Joseph at the end of the day. And then, um, a prayer to sleeping St. Joseph. Sleeping St. Joseph? Yes. What's Sleeping St. Joseph? I've statues. never heard of that. Okay, so, I know, it sounds super weird, but, because, like, yeah, big part of St. Joseph's life was actually sleep, because Angel Gabriel appeared to him in his sleep, and, like, he had all those different visions in his sleep. Okay. So there's a little statue of St. Joseph, and there's just, like, a prayer you say to it, because it shows that how difficult his life was and how he just had to totally trust God. Yeah. And then, yet, he still would rest and was able to rest by, like, giving everything up to God. It's like one of the aspects of it. I still fully don't understand all of it, but that's really cool. I've never heard of that. There's a little statue in the room. I'll show you after because it's like okay. it's hilarious because he looks absolutely zoinked, and it makes zoinked. Me, it makes me want to go to bed. I'm like, man, absolutely zoinked. Homie's chilling. Zoinked. Yeah, I, that's such a fun word. It is Scooby Doo. Uh, um, mm-hmm. these are tough questions that I'm asking you. Should we do, should we do random questions or do you want to go into like secular questions? That's like male versus female. Ooh, I don't know. Because I had a conversation with my roommate yesterday in the car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this would be a good question to ask, Reese, because you're my first like male let's on the podcast. It. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Challenging sim. So, male versus female, or yeah. male versus female. Sorry, I pointed wrong. <laughs> my brain didn't even catch that. When you get in your car, what's the first thing you do? Turn it on. It's either turn it on or plug in my phone. Okay. It's it's never the same. It's one of those two. Do you know what the first thing a female does when they get in their car? Look in the rearview mirror. Lock the doors. <laughs> Look in the rearview mirror. <laughs> Are we that vain? No. 
Because my sisters will check if there's someone in the back of the car. No, it's lock the doors. I always lock the doors first. Like, I get in the car and lock the doors. Did you know that? that like, it's Out of context, un- that made a, me sound it's so sexy. unspoken rule that, like, when females get in the car, yes, they check their back, like, their back seat, but then yeah. they lock the doors. That totally makes sense. Because, Especially Atchison. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Atchison and just, like, everywhere. Like, where I live is, like, a safe... Where my hometown is is, like, a safe neighborhood, safe area. Mm-hmm. But I would still always lock my doors when I get in my car or get out of my car. Like, it's quick. Like, I don't even turn on the radio. I don't start my car. It's always lock yes. the doors. Lock the doors, start the car, leave. And then I do the radio, and then I do everything. But, like... I don't like that that's how you guys feel. <laughs> no, isn't that weird yeah. to think about it? Like, you would never have to worry about that. But females do. Isn't that weird to think? There's definitely times when I'm leaving somewhere late at night where I'll 100% do that. Well, like, yeah, because it's sketchy. It just speaks a lot that it's not regular. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not, like, the first thing I do. Because, like, my sister's... Well, actually, it's mainly my second oldest sister. And it rubbed off on me. She's always freaked out there's someone me in the back seat, And they're going to, like, pop her out of the seat and, like, choke her out or something. And so, like, I just always see her eyes go directly to the mirror and then, like, look back. She's always yeah. like... so. Yeah, and then she probably locks her door. And then she locks the door. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if you lock... That makes sense. Like, if you lock the door and there's someone behind you, you can't get out. Yeah. But if you, yeah, yeah, checking it would probably be better, but I just assume no one's in my backseat, which I should probably check and make sure there's no one in my backseat. From here on out, we're going to be the most paranoid drivers. Here older sister for <laughs> telling me that I need to lock and check my backseat. Shout out, Amory. Um, do you carry a knife on you at night? Ever. This is going to sound goofy. It's when I wear jeans. Really? Jeans or slacks, I will carry a knife. Because if you wear sweatpants... The knife will just pull out your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I carry a knife in my purse everywhere I go. Really? And in my backpack if I'm going to class. like Out of fear or just because you like Yeah, you just like, like out of fear and then I'm always prepared because you have no idea. Like even, even at Benedictine College, like where I know that I'll get back to my dorm room safely, I will carry a knife in my backpack. Because even then when I'm carrying it, it's out of utility. Yeah, so it's you, for like it's cut your, things like, open, yeah, like, like whatever have, weird yeah. thing might pop up. No, it's like I don't have it. I don't think I have it with me unless it's in my purse at home, but, like, because I knew it was daytime, and, like, eight out of ten kidnappings or something like that is at night, so I was, like, I'm going from my dorm room to my car to research house. Like, I don't, I didn't have to worry about it, plus I know who you are. Yeah. But, like, yeah, dorm room to class at night, class back to dorm room, like, anywhere, yeah, is I carry a knife on me, which is, like, a really weird society that's rule sad. that's, like, women have to worry about things that men don't. I mean, it's pretty BA that you guys have knives on you. Well, That's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Now I know if I ever need a knife and I don't have one on me. Yeah. I'm just gonna... I mean, I think Aiden also carries a knife with him everywhere he goes. Black? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but he's an ag kid. So, yeah. and he usually wears pants to clean them up. <laughs> he wears cargo pants. He wears... He's got all the pockets. Yeah. All the pockets. He's stud. Yeah. But that's, like, one of the major differences between, like, male and female is females have to have so many more safety precautions yeah. than males do because they're just like brute strength I can beat somebody up like they would have to overpower you whereas they would just be like oh you weigh like 100 pounds I can just knock you over or like hit you with one punch and you're knocked out and I can knock you like isn't that weird to think yeah it makes me mad <laughs> yeah That's it's like a really major societal issue that yeah. not many many people know about from like male to female perspective but I mean I feel like because having all sisters we grew up in a pretty safe area, 
But when they went here, they never carried knives in there, on their person. On their person? Yeah. Oh, that's good. I think, because they never lived off campus or anything either, too. Yeah. I don't know why I do it. I just, like, that was what I was taught as a little kid. It may just be my family that we all just carry knives. Rather be safe than sorry. Yeah, You're yeah. never going to be like, oh, I have a knife yeah. on me. Shoot. Shoot, darn. <laughs> Wish I didn't have it on me while this person's trying to abduct me. Stab murder. <laughs> Dang it. Dang it. Can I have that back? Let's rewind. <laughs> Let's rewind. Redo. Can you come at me again? I'll throw my knife away. <laughs> There's a trash can nearby. <laughs> I'd rather be defenseless. Let's do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you attacking me from behind? Okay, let me act like I'm... Okay. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> redo, redo. <laughs> but it's like a huge society issue that like not many people talk about. Like even in St. Joe when I go to work, like I'm in a... Well, yeah, it's St. Joe. Like I park in a locked garage because they had a lot of homeless people that would get into the garage and like get into the building. And yes, we did have someone pee in the elevator because the bathrooms are locked, like key card access. So even when I get into the locked um, garage, yeah. like I have to scan my key card to get in. Even when I get in there, I still lock my doors as soon as I get in my car. I don't blame you because if they snuck in, yeah. and that's when you're like least expecting them, that's when yeah. the most damage can be done because you're not like... Yeah. They, uh, at the place I'll be working, they, um, they have all the girls in the closest garage with like the, I think the spots are reserved, but they give them like the closest spot. To the door? Yeah, which that's I thought was nice. really cool. And then they make all the guys like park in a garage that's not even connected to the building. And to me, like, this might sound really cheesy, but I was like, okay, I really respect that. Yeah, that's Because like, they're like, yeah. like highly paid partners and they're willing wow. for the ladies to like walk across the street into another building when it's cold and stuff. That's and, really nice. Which isn't that big of a deal because it's still But it's so also fresh. like, it's just like a nice thing to think about that like not min- like it's an unspoken but like a spoken like hey we're doing this as a company you yeah. have to follow it yep that's very like honorable yeah so you have two older sisters yes do your older sisters tell you to be like a gentleman for them because i have an older brother and my mom right away when he was younger would teach him he's like she would say no alex you don't just hold the door for yourself you hold it open for everyone yep so your your mom and sisters taught you how to be a proper gentleman yes proper Proper. Proper. But you want to put on your hat now and act like a proper gentleman? I wish that was mine. It's not yours? No. I look like a dork in that. <laughs> what is it even called? I don't even know. Is it a beret? No. It's not a beret. For those of you who can't see, it's one of those little hats they wear in like Like England on Peaky Blinders. Yeah. It's got like, kind of like puffs up in the back, but it's flat to the front. And like, on like a normal hat, the part that would go over your head is like connected to the bill. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's a weird yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll add a picture in the show notes. Just, just be like, here's the photo. Click on it. Um, okay, now we're on to the random questions because we talked about... Snap and apple pop. Yeah. Um, football or football? So this is random questions. You just answer them quickly. Football. Which one? Football. Football. Okay, favorite team? Chiefs. Player? You have to say one. It changes a lot. Right now it's Juju. <laughs> Movie or TV shows? TV shows, probably. What's your favorite TV show? Maybe I should say movie. <laughs> or what do you watch? Favorite right TV now? show after our last year, Mentor. Out of doubt. No questions okay. asked. Die on a hill or a mountain. <laughs> Maybe even like a small stump. But I would die there. <laughs> I 
gosh, that is not what I expected you to say. What? Avatar The Last Airbender. Have you not watched it? Yes, I have. It's, it's amazing. It's, it is amazing. And it's so, it's there's so much culture to it. But it's also the like, mix of like the Hinduism most and random, Buddhism. the most like random, it's such a like our generation thing Dang. to say their favorite TV show is the Avatar The Last it's Airbender. It's sensational. It is. Yeah. Um, what's your go-to fun fact when a teacher says like, I okay, we're going to go, you all what? Them. You what? I can do all three splits. You can do... Middle, right leg in front, left leg in front. You're joking. I'm serious. Like... Ask Carson. Like on the... Like if you if you had to swear on the Bible, which is not a good thing to swear on. I won't say that, but I will say if I was held at Like a pinky point, promise? Like pinky like promise. Pinky promise, you could do the splits. Yeah. I don't have a picture. Oh my god. I can't gosh. do them right now because I just worked out and I don't want to pull something. Come on now. Okay, you know how that is, though. You know how if you, like, just drop into a stretch? Yeah. yeah. What's the favorite place you've visited besides Kentucky slash Tennessee? Oh, that's it. That was a good way of doing that, because I probably would have said that. Hawaii. Hawaii? Hawaii. I was really which, young. Which? Main, main island. Mainland. Yeah. Okay. That, um, that was rapid fire. There more? That was fun. <laughs> yeah, there are. Well, now this is the last question that I ask everybody. Okay. I could probably do some other questions. Oh, I just meant the rapid fire random questions. No, I can't do... Oh, that's for my brother. I just can have to look. Um, are you ever going to get a tattoo? No. Would you ever get your ears pierced? No. What was the punishment when you were a kid when you got in trouble? So, my mom was a businesswoman. She was, you know, worked her way up. Mm-hmm. She was very good about variety. So, it depended. Sometimes it was spankings. Sometimes it was... You know, a little soap to the mouth. Sometimes it was literally no entertainment all day. Um, So any of those three. And it worked. I have more questions since you love the rapid fire questions so much. If animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest? Come on now. Cats. Okay. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? A thousand. Okay. What animal is the biggest party animal? Gorilla. Okay. What's the worst slash most annoying catchphrase? <laughs> that's so anointed. Wait. That's such a Catholic circle and no one's going to get that. Yeah, just Bet. do it. Okay. I say it still. <laughs> Roommate of choice, goat or bird? Goat. Because if you scare him. Or bird. Goat. Because you know how many scare him, you're like, <laughs> what Disney villain would make the best therapist? Corella would tell you what you want to hear. You okay. know? Yeah. Um, but I gotta say... <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a weird question. Kristoff? <laughs> he's, he's the villain from Frozen? No, that's Hans. Hans! Kristoff's the main guy. Kristoff is the nice one that's got the reindeer. Dang it. It's okay, so Hans. Why Hans? He's the only one I could think of. <laughs> he would make the best therapist. I said Hades from Hercules. Oh, that's a good one. What about... Okay, can you technically count the Beast as a villain for a portion? Well, I would... Yeah, because he went through it. Yeah. So if you talk to someone that had like a journey like that... Okay, the Beast. You could say... Well, him Things got so. hairy. <laughs> He's got hairy. Oh my gosh. What's the coolest sound? A fart. Okay. What? What's the most annoying color? Pink. Why? Because it's pink. Say the state you're from like you're competing on Miss America. Kansas. <laughs> I thought when I say that, people take it so many different ways. 
like, have you seen the Miss America contest where Mm-mm. it's the lady? Okay, so she's like, she's from France, and she's like, France. Oh, <laughs> bro, am I sexist? <laughs> Jeez, <Jesus>, weed. <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> but I say like a woman still, right? Yeah, yeah. You what can. part of Kansas? Rural, like western Kansas? Or you like. You can do it where, from wherever you want to. Oh, then it would have sounded like. You gotta that. say your name and then it's like, my name's Rachel Buffon. I'm from Missouri. <laughs> have you seen those like sorority southern? <laughs> my name's Tony Hunt. I'm from Alabama. <laughs> have you seen the guy that reacts to it? He's yeah. like, Sim Simpson, go Wildcats. <laughs> One movie you think is overrated. Avatar. The blue people? Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen it, but I don't understand. Actually, maybe I can't Avatar The Last Airbender is, like, it's the true Avatar for me. That's actually kind of why I hate it. Okay. Really? Because it's not based on Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah. And it's named after Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. I hate it, too. Um, So you're going to do Benedictine professors on this part. Okay. Teachers most likely to. Okay. The teacher most likely to eat something off the ground. Blosser. The teacher most likely to get a terrible tattoo. Blosser. <laughs> My roommates had the same answer for serious? all of these. No way. <laughs> yeah. Most likely to end up on Broadway. Swafford. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah. He's most just likely to have their own reality show. Honestly, I don't know if you've met him. Actually, no. I feel like King could do it. Dr. King. He could he do would it. have such an amazing reality. Show. Oh my gosh. It'd be informative and educational, but hilarious. He'd be like, yes, I'm going to go speak to my client now. Yeah. And then I have to go to class. And then I have to go film again. <laughs> Who's the teacher most likely to give someone a fake number? Keenan's. <laughs> That's on brand. Absolutely. That is so on brand. No doubt. Which teacher is most likely to be killed first in a horror movie? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I said Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had her as a professor, but I just thought she She's too come. sweet. She just she'd died. Be like, she'd be like, I will sacrifice for all of you. And then she'd just make some dumb decision that's like toaster in a bathtub. And she'd be like, this, not to be mean, but like, like a horror movie villain would drop a toaster in the bathtub. And she'd just be like, this is how I will go. She'd take one for the team. She would. She would. She would. Round pizza comes in a square box. Thoughts? <laughs> Do you think it should be changed? Do you think I think it should be a if we speak type? from it, from like our like, you know, professions, it makes more sense because you don't have to get like, you'd waste a lot of material if you cut in a circle. Yeah. Someone I, someone I work with said that it should come in a teardrop box because then you could have Millennium a Falcon. spot for your hand to grab the first slice of and pizza. And spin the pizza and just keep repeating. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Go so. Ahead. Yeah, he answered all these questions during a meeting, so how smart is that? <laughs> Can you eat ice cream with your bare hands? Like a scoop of ice cream. If you're hungry and you want that ice cream in your tum-tum, then you do whatever you want, my guy. Can or you girl. inflate a balloon underwater that's not a water balloon? I don't know. I feel like you need to test it out. Of all the people I know, you should test it out. Well, thanks. Of course. Okay, final, final rapid-fire question. Okay. Wrong notebook. Here we go. Favorite prayer slash saint? St. Joseph. Um, 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 probably Lydia St. Joseph. It's a good one. Okay. Well, this concludes the podcast. This was amazing. Thanks for having me Do on. Do you have any further advice or anything else you want to say to the people that are listening? Yeah, I would tell you that there's a lot of podcasts out there you could listen to with varying you know, qualities of content. But 
I think this is the best. And if you're not Stop. listening to it, you're wasting your time. <laughs> okay, anyways, you have to go to confession now because that was a bald-faced lie. Did you just tell me what to do? No. Because it's a strong they don't want to be a genuine confession. You're right. So you're You want serious? me to sin again? <laughs> you're serious that people should listen to this podcast? I am dead serious. I can't reach the mic. Do you, need me to, do you need me to lead it over? I am dead serious. You listen to me. I don't know how loud this is. It's pretty loud. But you better do it. Okay. <laughs> Put it back down. Bye, everybody. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>